seen something which later became that I figured out was uh, yeah, I walk out of the grass, out of the grass on the side of the road. It turned to walk down the middle of the white line, middle of the road, following me straight at me. As I was slowing down, it was walking towards me. For every move I made, it mirrored me to the point where I'd come to an almost dead stop on the side of the road. I was probably five metres from it. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always, right over there, is my co-host Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian. We've got a Yowie encounter coming on tonight. Yowie. We've been looking. Yes. We've been looking for one of these in Australian Bigfoot, so we finally got one. We've talked to a few Australian people, but we haven't ever got them on the show, and now we finally got one. And from what I understand, it's pretty good. Uh, we're going to count. Yeah, we're going to bring Wade on. And Wade is going to talk about his uh, his encounter with the Bigfoot or the Yowie in Australia. So um, I'm really yeah, excited to hear yeah. this and uh, see what's going yeah, on over there. I've been, yeah, I've been really fascinated with Australia for quite a while because of the stuff that goes on down there. So I'm, I'm happy we got him on finally. Yeah, all right. Well, let's not so, waste any more time. Right on. Let's get him. Hey, Wade. I can hear you, mate. How's it going over there in Australia? It's a bit hot over here at the moment. We want to thank you for taking time. Uh, I know we're in a, in a big time difference over there and uh, speaking with us. Yeah. You is it tomorrow bad. over there already? Is it Saturday there? It is, yes. It's kind of crazy. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we were talking online and um, a friend of yours had kind of got us together and said that you had had... Uh, some Yowie encounters over there. So the Yowie is obviously the Bigfoot version uh, in Australia. How old were you when this happened, this first one happened? Uh, I was about was it 20 years ago now, coming up on 20 years ago now. So I'd be um, 25, roughly. I'd, uh, for the, when the encounter originally happened, I was on um, night shift and I'd just been home a couple of hours and my workplace said that um they're having problem, problems with the machinery and can i come back in and i said you're okay give me half an hour because it takes me half an hour 40 minutes then back then to drive into work and i jumped in my ute and took off or pick up as you would call it over there and i um, had gone maybe five eight k's down the road and um from my home and come over what we call sand hill at the time where i was living and i seen what then was very hard to make out at the distance but i seen something which later become that i figured out was yeah i walk out of the grass and the grass on the side of the road was about six foot high and it walked out onto the road without a care in the world and I was probably 500 metres away with the driver lights on my ute going, and I could see this thing walking out, and it got to the centre of the road where the broken white lines are. And it turned as my light started to um, illuminate more, 
and I was getting closer, I was slowing down and it turned to face me and whether it had deemed me some sort of a threat or what, I don't know, but it turned to walk down the middle of the white line, the middle of the road, following me, straight at me. As I was slowing down, it was walking towards me. And I, by this time, I was running down and moving off to the side of the road, on to our right-hand side. And for every move I made, it mirrored me, following me. To the point where I come to an almost dead stop on the other side on the side of the road, on the other side, and I was probably five meters from it, and I could get a good look at it. it what time of day was it? Very. This was early hours in the morning, one thirty in the morning. I could have, it could have very easily done a lot of damage in a very short period of time, and for some reason. I, I just sat there, I looked at it, and I was, you know, a bit dumbfounded as what I, I was actually seeing. And it looked at me for, I don't know, probably maybe 10, 15 seconds, and then it just turned without a care in the world and walked back off the road. Can you describe what it looked like in the face? Or all over, for that matter? Um, it was a brownish sort of a colour, but it had like a silvery tinge because it was a very bright um wasn't i shouldn't say very bright but it was a wasn't a full moon but it was reasonably well lit and what looked to me like a silvery tinge to it because the hours here are brown but i have heard of other variant in the color and this one looked like it was and i'd spoken to a few people and they said it could have been an alpha whether that's right i don't know but it's it didn't have extremely long hair around its head was sort of just about here the hair around its that facial area um the facial features were almost human-like and it was extremely well built for muscle it was about seven maybe seven and a half foot but the that i was sitting in was very low to the ground so it was i'm only guessing at the exact height of it it could have been a lot taller than that okay so what were you thinking when this thing started coming towards you? I mean, obviously you were scared to death, I'm sure. I, when I first seen it, I thought, oh, someone playing games, you know. Back in that day, a lot of kids would just, you know, out camp and they'd walk across the road and wouldn't care. And I thought, well, it's someone living this. But when it turned and was walking straight towards me, I wondered what it was someone either being extremely stupid or whatnot. And as I got closer, then it started to dawn on me what it possibly was. And yeah, I was a bit. After it had walked off the road and um, went back um, uh, back into the grass area, or not into that where it had come from, but on the other side, and I actually give it about probably thirty seconds, and I got out of the car and on my ute and seen if I could see where it had gone or anything, and I could clearly hear it walking through the grass and the scrub. And I just sort of <laughs> bit gobsmacked to say the least. And um, uh, yeah, I just got in my vehicle and continued on to work. And I, because I still had to go. And while I was at work, I just seen I, my mind certainly wasn't on the job at hand. Did you say anything to anybody at work? No, I didn't tell anyone. They knew something was wrong. That hmm. some I'd seen something, but I didn't tell them. Right. And the only person I'd told was 
my mother at the time and I kept it secret. I told only one other family member and then um, a few years back I reconnected with family, which is Rick, as Todd knows, and I told him about it and I explained to him what I'd seen and he told me that he's had um, encounters, not like I've had, but some encounters. And, yeah, we've, we've been friends ever since childhood and it's when I'll be reconnected that I actually explained to him what was what had happened and, yeah, okay. he, uh, he was a bit smacked as well at the time. What part of Australia was that in? Uh, from where I'm living now, it's literally half an hour away. It's in New South Wales. What's the terrain like so, where you saw this thing at? Is it woody? Is it? Uh, trees around. Back then there was a lot more trees than what there is now. Um, and a lot of tall grass. Um, we get a lot of weeds here that are thorny and that. And in this area there was a lot of tall grass. If you, because the council um, doesn't mow it regularly and it just grows. It can get up to eight feet tall, this stuff. Wow. And, yeah, very wiry and, it, uh, yeah, that's where he'd come from was um, probably about 500, maybe a K away from the edge of the road was a river. So whether he's been somewhere down that way, I don't know, but, yeah, it's hmm. just, yeah, <laughs> it was a bit of a shock that night. Did you believe in Yowies before or know or think about them before this happened? I heard of stories when I was younger about them. Um, I never really uh, believed in them as such um, until that day. I'd always heard still people talk about them and, you know, read stories of them, and I'd never encountered them until that encounter and I, I never really believed her in them. I'd always believed that the old time stories had some uh, truth to them but never um, really believed in them until that encounter and yeah. it's just sort of snowballed since there over the last uh, before COVID hit actually I'd, I've seen other things and while COVID was on over here I've had other encounters along with Rick was with me on on occasion as well. Let's hear about those. Yeah. Um, the There was one, I used to do a um, paper run delivery, so I'd drive down to Sydney on um, Friday, no, sorry, Saturday my time. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'd leave and I'd drive to Sydney and we'd load up the truck and we come back, and our first delivery would be um, the news, the Daily Telegraph paper here, and it'd be two hours from Sydney would be our first drop, and then about twenty minutes later would be the second one. And while we were delivering at the second one, I hopped back in the truck and I had the driving lights on, and directly as we come to the intersection, there was a building sort of off on the other side of the road at the T intersection, and. The driving lights on the truck are extremely high-powered and long-range. So at the range of what this building was from us, it was like daylight. And there's this, for better of a lack of a term, a cloaked figure or 
druid or whatever you want to call it. And it's standing in front of the building and it's not casting a shadow with the lights. It doesn't at any point raise its hand or anything to shield the light around its face or anything. We couldn't see its face, but not once did it do anything like that. And it didn't cast a shadow. And oh. Rick was sitting beside me and he looked at me and he said, have you seen this? Is this real? And yeah, we're, we both seen it at the same time. We're a bit dumbfounded. How big was it, this cloak figure? Uh, probably at that range, I'm guessing it would have been at least six to seven feet. At that range we were from it. Could have been higher in height. I'm just not sure. Uh, and, um, it wasn't until later on, uh, a few months later, that I was looking into the location and I'd learned that about 35 people lost their lives on this location. Oh, due wow. to some act. I don't know exactly what. Interesting. Yeah. So you think this was some kind of entity, not a creature? No, this wouldn't have... It may have been a creature, but I don't think so. I think it was more of an entity than anything. Because on another later date, not far from that location, Rick was with me. And we were driving out past that location. And we're probably about 100, maybe 200 metres away. And we've seen a, a dark shadow mist sort of thing go across the road right in front of us. Even though the driving lights are fully ablaze and it's just like a black wall go right across the road in front of us. And it was heading in the direction onto the back part of that property. There was one... Um, that I had um, before he he was um, had a couple of weeks off from going with me, and I went past a section of road. Um, there was a you come around the bend in a road, in the road, and there's like a rock wall cliff on the edge of the road, and there was a fallen tree hanging off the top, touching the ground. And I thought of it at the time when I got home. Then I happened to have a, because um, when I went past that area, I felt I'd smelt the smell of the alley, but it never dawned on me because I was too busy driving. And when I got home and I was asleep, I had a, a better lack of a term of vision, I suppose you put it, and exactly where he was standing and he was watching me go past in the truck. And I, um, next weekend, Rick come with me. And we went past on the same spot on the road where I'd seen him in the vision. And Rick was sound asleep in the truck beside me. And he woke up out of a dead sleep and, um, excuse the language, get the fuck out of my head. That was his words. <laughs> and I said to him, um, did you see him on top of the wall? And he said, yes. And he turned when he looked at me and he said, you've seen that before? I said, yes, I have. And, yeah, he's many a time we'd go past there. He was wary of it. And he actually had um, apparently had visits from this Yowie in the most recent as well. Uh -huh. I think I'd stay away from that area if I was you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. I've been back um, not past that exact point but I've been close to there 
when I've taken family down to see relatives in Sydney. And every time I go past it, he knows I'm where I am. I don't know. There's some sort of mental connection. I don't know, but yeah. Hmm. He knows Maybe. nearby. Wow. I didn't really um, look at the map before we talked, but is there is there a lot of Australia that's is it pretty much where I'm looking at here? I mean, is it pretty much all over where people see in Yowies and things like this? Yes. There is a um, a book that is was published a, a while ago now, um, and it has all the accounts of the Yowie dating back to a long time ago. Some of them were back in the 1800s, as far as I can tell. There's some around Sydney. There was one that's actually documented in the book. He literally come face to face with it in a um, chased his dog out. He was um, rabbit hunting and he went to get his dog and he stuck his head in the bush apparently and he's looking straight at it. Come face to face. Wow. So, well, you've definitely got a lot of terrain there. I mean, for to house uh-huh. something like that. I mean, looking at it now. Yeah. I know the Blue Mountains are quite prone to them up there, from what I've heard. But out yeah. this way, there has been a lot of sightings, um, not in the recent time out here, but there's been a lot around um, around where I had the one of the sightings was um, uh, that particular one near the fallen tree is uh-huh. um, Ralston, Candos area in that area there. And it's extremely hilly and a lot of trees in that area. Yeah, I but, see that. The uh, map, there's a lot of hilly and wooded areas uh-huh. kind of scattered all around mm. here. It is extremely, some areas, in, like when you get in around Dubbo itself, it's it's hilly on the outskirts, but it's more flat. It's when you start getting around um, Mudgy Way over in that area, which is about an hour and a half from here, then that's where the hills start to pick up from there. And there has been a lot of sightings over around Mudgy and onward in from there. So the one I had was about half an hour where it's more flat. There is a few hills there, but it's more open country what it is now. Hmm. The, the, um, when I also did um, papers to Tamworth as part of the job going to Sydney, I um, used to go up to Tamworth via... Um, back road and I was going up there one night and uh, I was coming back I was in a, a um, Mercedes Sprinter van we were running at the time or not not the actual Mercedes Sprinter but it's the lesser known version of it and coming back I was just on my own and as a result I run dash cams now I don't go without them and this one night I come around the bend in the road I wasn't going overly quick. I'm doing about 80 k's now because I've just come off a railway crossing going around the bend. And this, I know a fox come flying out of the grass and then this thing come flying out after it. I was chasing it. And it was three foot high, I suppose, to its shoulders, whitish sort of a colour, and I hit it. Didn't hit it square on, but I hit it with the bull bar on the ear, on the, the van. And... I pulled up because it was a hell of a thug and I'm nothing on the line on the ground, no, nothing, and yet there's a big dint in the bar. <laughs> there's no blood, wow. no nothing. No hair, no nothing on it, no. 
Just a big dent. Just a massive one. Mm-hmm. The, would have probably been about that big. Was this thing running on two legs or, or what? Four? Or Four. What? It was more of a dog kind of creature, yeah. There have been reports of the actual dog man out here too. Um, okay. One of my current workmates, he actually sighted one not that long ago actually. Crossing the road or in front of him. He turned, you know, look away and then he's looked back as mm-hmm. he's on the um, about an hour and a half away, 45 minutes, depending on his travel time. And he comes into work every, every morning, drives in early. And it was probably um, 4, 4 a.m., maybe 4.30 in the morning when he's seen it. And, but, yeah, the, that one was would have been more like a dog, yeah. It didn't have long hair. I don't know. It just was that quick. It was just like a flash. It was gone. But then there was another one, literally not far from that siding. There's a um, um, a feedlot, what we call a feedlot over here, for large for cattle and that. And I'd just gone past there on the same route. And this night I had the dash cam in the truck running. And I come along the spot in the road, and I'm driving, and I could see it. This thing come out on the road, and didn't go across the road. Only went into my lane, and then decided no, I didn't want to go back off the road. And it was a silvery colour, and um, probably would have been about three, maybe four foot to its shoulder, back on all fours, and it turned and walked off the road and I was travelling at about 100 k's an hour and where when I got past the spot on the road where I looked off to see it and there was nothing, not a thing and the dash cam I hit the button to save that three minute window so I could review it and uh, within about an hour and a half later I got back to Dubbo back to the yard and I finished up and I'm sitting there going through the dash cam, the three-minute footage, and this thing did not appear on the dash cam. Just nothing there? Not a thing. Hmm. It goes back for the three minutes. I was watching where I come around the bend, and then it's a, about a 200-metre straight stretch of road, and the camera's looking straight down the road, and this does not appear. Wow. When you saw this thing, did it look like a regular, did it look like a wolf? Do you guys have wolves over there? So I'm sure you do. No. Uh, so you don't know what it was. It didn't look like anything that you've seen before. Well, yeah, the biggest thing you'd have there is a dingo. Was it bigger than that? Yes. Well, yeah, what, three feet? You said three, three and a half feet at the shoulder, so that's pretty good. Yeah, pretty that's good size pretty big. For a yeah. Four-legged creature. Yeah, wow. Dog man. That's amazing. Yeah, there's no dingo in this area. That's more up around the Territory Way. Oh, okay. But around this area, yeah, I've... I know there is some people here in Dubbo that do have um, a dingo as a pet, um, but they've got a whole special licence and things, from what I've heard, to do it. But I've never seen um, anything like that ever Hmm. until... I, I could not explain that it's just happened so quick. It's just on the road, and then it's not on one go, and it's gone back the other way. 
And nothing on the dash cam at all? Nothing at all. Wow. It's just like it has never appeared at all. Hmm. Strange things happening everywhere. That's awesome. Yeah. Is Yahweh the most famous cryptid in Australia? Yes. Um, there's apparently the Bunyip. Um, the Bunyip? Everyone over here. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> and more of a... Uh, not even I can really explain it. <laughs> it's more of a um, more mythical creature than anything, I think, more than anything. I've never even heard of anyone encountering it. But yeah. It's more something that... Wow, that's a weird-looking thing. <laughs> yeah, basically, it, it hangs around um, bodies of water. Are you looking it up, Brian? Yeah, it's a swamp. It's a swamp thing. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's yeah. a weird-looking... <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's a, I'll have to check it out. The bunyip, is that what it is? I could see that I could see that being a thing, but, man, that would be wild to encounter one of those. I've heard some people have seen what they think is that i don't know whether it's right or not there's been stories over here it's, i think i know I'd there see was a yowie <laughs> i know there was a yowie encounter here uh, last year literally not far from here you go on the route, one of the routes i take with my new job through uh, gnu state forest she had her encounter with her daughter in the afternoon it was about two or three o'clock in the afternoon here and it ran out the tree line in broad daylight at the car. It actually was in the newspaper here. What do people in Australia, what's their consensus? Like in America, you know, there's not, I would say the majority of people do not believe in Bigfoot. Most people think you're crazy if you talk about it or, or whatever. What's it like over there in Australia with the Yahweh? Do people feel the same way? Are they more inclined to believe in it? Do they totally think it's hogwash or what? Well, uh, a lot of people do think we're those who have seen it, uh, you know, basically full of shit. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of us here do believe in them, and there is accounts. So they go back to the Aboriginals. They've um, done cave drawings on the, the way they do them, their paintings. They've actually discovered them. They go, they've recognised them that far back. Uh, so they have been around. There's been information they've located of them. But a lot of people, there's a lot out here that do believe in them, yes. But there are those that say no. You know, yeah, you know. I, would, I would imagine it's just like anywhere. I mean, there's some people that believe and some people that don't want to believe. You know, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah and Australia is about the same size as the United States, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And we have sightings all over the United States as well, for the most part, except for like the exact middle where it's more desert area and stuff, but... Um, there's stuff there too yeah there is they see other things there i guess do you guys have any ufo activity out there there's been some things i know they we have what they call min min lights here um uh, like mysterious orb like a ball of light and whatnot Mm -hmm. um my cousin rick he's seen them I've never seen the Ming Min like myself. I've seen what I think may have been that. I don't know. Um, but yes, there's had UFO uh, activity here. I was in down yeah, at my family and yeah. while I went outside, ancient my, aliens. They talk about that. Yeah, 
and I'd seen something in the sky. The um, the lights you could see was didn't have a regular flashing like on a plane. What they got the the lights on the end of the wings. This one didn't mm. have that, and it's just sitting there. You couldn't get an outline of what it was, and it was a fair distance off. You could see it, and then all of a sudden, it's just like a flash gone, and it's probably oh. covered. I don't know where we were, and you, you can see the glow from Sydney itself in the where we are from the, the lights at night. And um, within, I think we're probably sixty odd k's away from the city where my family is down there, and within a blink of an eye, you would have been over the city of Sydney. That quick. Yeah, I've I've been fascinated with Australia for some time about because of stuff like that, the Owie and the uh, and the UFO sightings and stuff. There's a mountain down there where they say it's supposedly a, a base. I don't remember the name of the mountain. I don't know if you know it right offhand, but no, I've heard of it. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's been many different things around here. There's apparently they've even got one. I think the one I think you're speaking of is somewhere down in the southern area of Australia. I think that's where it may be. I think, yeah, I think that's where it was. Yeah, they, I know that they reckon there's this part here in Australia that have the, our own Skinwalker Ranch, apparently. So I've heard whether there's, you treat that one, I don't know, but I've heard of that. Hmm. Yeah, the only mountain or rock I know is, is it Ayers Rock? Is that how you pronounce it? Ayers Rock? The big smooth red rock? Yeah, it's all the root. Okay. Or Ayers Rock. Same, about the same thing. It's different. Yeah, that's a that's a strange uh, mound. It's huge. Uh, doesn't look like it. This kind of happened on its own, so to speak. Maybe. Right. Yeah, it's um, and I know they used to be able to climb up. Like you don't have a tour, and you can go ladders, and you can climb up on the top. And now they've banned all that. No one's allowed to go anywhere near it. Hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people won't go near it. They said so. People won't or not allowed to go near it? Not allowed to, so they say. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that's Australia is one of the the places on my list to go. (laughs) (laughs) I know a a friend of mine, he's on Facebook, actually. um, He's been looking for the alley. He goes out. Um, with his own group of fellas up around Brisbane Way to look for him. And apparently he was out and he got bowled over by one, literally. Wow. A great train coming at him and he didn't see him, he just in darkness and yeah, hit him so hard to put him in hospital overnight. Um, Jesus. When did this Guess happen? probably lucky that's all that happened. <laughs> probably uh, 18 months ago now, I suppose. He didn't see it. He just got slammed. He didn't slammed see it. Yeah, no, we freight train going past me. You guys have a lot of bears up up in uh, Australia. No, no, no bears at the all. Only we got not just a koala bear. That's all we got. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't think coming. they're chasing people. <laughs> the only thing we have is the kangaroo here, um, the koala bear. We've had sightings of a black panther, a large oh, yeah. cat like here, yes. Wow. There's one here not down around the Blue Mountains, apparently. Cool. There's been... That'd be something to find down there. 
yeah, it's been apparently everywhere. They've had it down South Australia. Rick actually sent one through to me the other day about it. So there's really nothing down there that people can confuse with the Yowie. No. Like up here, we have in the Pacific Northwest, we have grizzly bears. People always say, ah, you just saw a bear. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah there's nothing down in Australia that can be confused for no. those things. So. One the other day, a fellow posted a um, friend sent it to me on Facebook a photo or a video actually of a, a kangaroo. Now, this kangaroo wouldn't be any part of probably six foot tall. And it's hanging up in a tree. A kangaroo? At least six foot off. A kangaroo hanging upside down in the tree. Something killed it and put it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Six foot tall kangaroo? Some, That's a big uh, kangaroo. You get them that high, yeah. Something's you coming to get the... Something's hanging up its dinner. Coming to get it later. Yeah, and when um, someone actually... I think I've got it. I'll see if I can send you the photo through, Todd. Um, one fellow actually put in there that it's if you zoom in it looks like something un, in the shadow behind it something sitting there when the mate's taken the video he didn't realise mm. had it yeah, been see that. had it been chewed on, eaten on or anything or was it just it looked kill? like it but the only thing one part one side of it mm. mate wasn't going to go anywhere near it <laughs> yeah the only thing that does that is a, a mountain lion or a black panther so to speak that have to be an awfully big cat to haul a six-foot... Kangaroos are big. Uh, kangaroos are quite dangerous, too. They'll kill most people if you give them enough chance. Yeah, I've seen yeah. some videos. They're not friendly at <laughs> yeah. all. Yeah, the one no, where the, they, guy, um, the guy punches the punches. one in the face. He's got his dog in a headlock. Because he's that getting one. his dog. That yeah. one's a classic one. <laughs> yeah, no. That fellow was... From, actually, not, doesn't, well, he was at the time. He's, he's passed away now. But he um, didn't live far from here. But, yeah, the kangaroos, given half a chance, it will kill a dog. If a dog, hmm. that's why when they go, fellas out here go um, hunting and they put a breastplate on their dog for that reason. In uh -huh. that area. Wow. Against um, um, pigs and for the roo, because when the roo rears back on its tail, the two main claws on it, one, the centre claw on its foot, It'll gut a dog. I seen them do that. Wow. Wow. Do you guys have deer in Australia? Yes. Okay. I was thinking hmm. maybe always just don't eat kangaroos. They probably do, I'm guessing. A lot of deer um, on one of the routes we used to take, um, you'd always see them either dead on the side of the road or you'd they'd go across the road, run across. Um where the farm was, I don't know. Or whether they were wild, I don't know. But I did hear there was a farm close by on that route. So do you think you'd ever want to see another Yowie, Wade? I've actually... Um, I've been up to... If I encountered one again like that close again, yeah, I'd be up to it. Um, I've seen what I think is one fall on the edge of the road as I've gone past with the lights on in the truck. Um, you could just illuminate the, the outline of something standing on the, the against a tree. Um, I wasn't 100% sure. It could have possibly been. It was quite large. It would have been seven and a half feet, probably, if not more. Wow. And it was 
the dart against the tree, the colour didn't match because the tree was barky. It's more of a, a greyish sort of brown. This was mm -hmm. a, a straight up bloody um, brown colour and it just didn't match the area. So what do you say to people but, when they say that they don't believe in Yowies? Um, for me, well, both me and Rick, we both have the same um, outlook on it. People say, oh, they don't believe in them, and they, we just tell them, well, each to their own. If that's what they want to go, that's their line, fair enough. But for us, yeah. here, the way we look at it here, um, the Yowie will reveal themselves to you when they're good and ready. They believe you're ready to see them. Some people yeah. just experience it out of the blue. When, when I did, it was just I wasn't expecting it, and it happened. So whether it's um, something that mentality that they allow, wait for the person to do it, I don't know. But, yeah, that's the way I look at it. If they're going to reveal themselves, they'll reveal them. Only just people, like, whether they deem them ready, I don't know. But, yeah. That's probably about how the Bigfoot are up here, too, mm. I think. And if you're lucky enough to see one, they want you to see them. Yeah. That's pretty much the way my cousin is. He's had um, his encounters for more of mind speak. Is only was the term they use. Um, he's had them in his mind. He's felt them nearby. He's smelt them, but he's never seen them. That's cool. He was working on a property about um, about an hour away. I think it is an hour and a half from here. When in broad daylight too. And there was a like a tree line behind him. And that's he could sense something was there watching him. And then all of a sudden he got this something was talking to him in his mind, so to speak. Yeah, I've heard of that lately too. These things mind speaking to people, saying things to them in their minds. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. he um, Rick actually showed me a photo. Whether he still got it, I don't know. He. This is not long ago, too. The after the incident, where he'd seen the vision, almost identical to the one I had, with the fallen tree. He said to me, he woke up in the middle of the night, felt like he was being choked, but it was like a hairy arm around his neck. Hmm. And he actually showed a mark. He had a big red mark around. I can imagine a lot of weird stuff goes on in Australia, anyway. For, for whatever reason, I feel like that with the vastness that is there in your country, who knows what's out there roaming around? Yeah, the um, there's been um, fellas on there. There's a uh, Gary Lynn, who's a friend of mine on Facebook. There, he goes out looking for him. Um, he's actually got the uh, thermal image of what seems to be two very large. Yeah, he's up around the Brisbane Way or somewhere it was. That's the one thing I've actually got when I bug it, I'll go and I'll off a little thermal image unit. So if I'm out camping somewhere, I can take it with me. Was that on YouTube? Did he put that on YouTube? It probably was, yes. Because I think I saw a video of somebody with the thermal for Yowies. Yeah. What? You're not sharing that with me, man. Come on. I just remembered that when he said that. I was like, I saw that video. You actually a video told like me it. about it and I forgot. Then he goes back on, he shows you the height. Roughly how high this thing was. 
Well, that's awesome stuff, man. We appreciate you coming on and telling us and taking the time over there in your country of Australia. One of these days, I'm going to get down there. I'll look you up. Yep, no worries. Thank you for the time. All right, sir. Yeah, we appreciate it. You have a good one, and you get out there and find those Yowies, man. I'll definitely be killed looking, that's for sure. Yeah, or say anything else, I'll let you know. Yeah, please yeah, do. Posted. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got any pictures or anything, uh, jump on our Facebook uh, group page, Cryptid Creatures, and yep. uh, we'll look for you in there. I'll invite you in, and you can put some stuff on there for us if you'd like. So. Absolutely. That'd be great. No worries. All right, man. Well, you be take care you. and have a good one then. All right, Wade. We appreciate it. Thanks. No worries. Thank you. You know what doesn't really sound like the Yahweh is much different than the American Bigfoot. I think they're all pretty much the same yeah. in some way or yeah. the other, you know, just like people are around the world. You know, we all generally look yeah, the same. But exactly. Maybe he probably just has an Australian accent. <laughs> Does he does he whoop with us? How would you whoop? Whoops. How do you do know. a whoop with an Australian know. accent? I'm not that good at the accent to to, you did to try good. and pretend that one, but you did pretty good with the Yahweh. Do that again. How does how's that go? Whoop, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take offense to my oh, that's hilarious. accent. I apologize. I would have been that. I would have been a little scared had that thing started walking toward me like he was saying uh, it was when he was driving. Yeah, he said it was walking right down the middle of the damn road. That's just crazy. What what's that thing doing? I'm gonna check you out and then I'm gonna get the hell out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I probably would have been in reverse trying to get the hell out of there. I myself. wasn't afraid of him. But yeah, I'm glad we got weighed on and I'm glad we got a Yahweh encounter finally. Me too, and that uh definitely has stoked my curiosity more for Australia now. Yeah, we'll have to dig into some more things down so, there. Yeah, we're going to have to try and get a hold of some more people down there and see what's going on. So if you're from Australia and you've had an encounter of something, anything, get a hold of us. Check us out on our website, www.cryptidcreatures.net. Instagram at uh, cryptid underscore creatures. On Facebook, we have uh, a Facebook, Facebook group. Twitter, everywhere. We're everywhere. Right. You can go on our, our webpage and submit a story right there, and it'll come right to our email. Or you can email us direct, info at cryptidcreatures.co. For sure. Brian, thanks for being here with me again, my friend. Always fun, man. Always. Listeners, thanks for being here, and thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. We'll get out of here, brother. Until next time. Right on. See you. See you.